0: Hey, what's going on out there, guys? This is DJ, your town treasurer. How are you?
1: I'm good. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year, gonna be, DJ. This is Deb Tweet, your deputy treasurer.
0: Yes, and we're so happy to have you all back here again. It's Tuesday, (laughs) December 28th. And we are here back at our recording studio on Main Street in Wilton. (laughs) The weather, we had a crazy Christmas storm. Ice, nastiness everywhere. A lot of people stayed home. A lot of people ventured out. I don't know where you ended up, our listeners, but uh, it was yuck and I stayed home. What did you do?
1: I was yuck and I stayed home too.
0: (laughs) Well, then you were safe just like me. Uh, so we are here, we're going to record basically our yearly recap, a year recap of 2021 for after the checks are signed.
1: Because we thought it, we think it deserves it.
0: Yeah, and we want to make this episode fun and entertaining. We want to kind of get away from the weeds a little bit and just kind of be ourselves, our great shining personalities, make you guys chuckle a little bit Yeah. Um, and just recap everything that we've done. Uh, we wrote down, well, first of all, we had crazy technical difficulties today. I don't know what has happened, uh, but I fixed it somehow. So that's why you're all able to hear this. We hope. Uh, we hope. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out at the end when we go to record it. We did write down some things that we wanted to kind of go over. So um, this is our eighth episode this year. Uh, So we've recorded basically just about every six or seven weeks, which is pretty good for us considering what happened in 2020 with COVID. It kind of derailed us. So I think we've had probably our best episodes yet. We upgraded our equipment. We have new microphones now. Uh, We have a bunch of new stuff. We had more guests this year than we ever had on the podcast before. I want to give a shout out and thank you to the three folks that came on for us. First, it was Bill Keefe, the town moderator. He talked about uh, the town meeting and what it was to be a moderator and his recollections of being a lifelong Wiltonian. Uh, Then we had the new superintendent, Peter Weaver. He was your favorite, right? Yes. He was a really fun guy. We had a a long conversation before we ever hit record with him. That spurred into the scholarship event that happened at Wilton House of Pizza that raised $1,000 for a lucky student. Uh, who's going to get that as a scholarship in the spring, almost summer? And then our last guest was Jim Kofalt, which also was because we spoke with Peter. Uh, and Jim came on and talked about uh, municipal accounting and and school accounting. Made us pens. Thank oh, you, Jim. Man. Yeah.
1: And yeah, that was that was one of our most embarrassing. 2021 moments too. Yeah. That
0: was a blooper. We'll call that one a blooper. But yeah. So we had some great guests this year. Um, and we had a lot of activity too. I mean, uh, just in town, just the things that have, have, have happened, um, from paving projects to warrant articles, to labor lines changing, uh, to, you know, budget overages and underages. I don't know if that's a word.
1: Lots of changes yeah. um, on different boards in our select board office, moving things around.
0: Yeah, we have it, a new town administrator. That's yep. right. So yeah, it's been quite the year, and I'm I'm happy to have done it with you. Yeah, uh, you know, re you know, kind of recapping it to live in forever and in infamy as, as after the checks are signed, you can listen to it. 20 years from now, probably.
1: That Not only those things, but you can go back and you can listen to Select Board. Um, some of our favorite Select Board live streams can yeah. be listened to for, for forever.
0: That's what we should have done for this episode, is we should have written down some of our favorites to send our listeners to go and check them out on the oh, live yeah. stream. Because there were some doozies. There
1: were some doozies.
0: <laughs> just uh, recently. <laughs> yeah, not, not even that long ago. But what do we expect... For next year, 2022. Do you have anything front of mind that you'd like to see happen or talk about? I know you have props like always all I do. over the place. I
1: do. So so you know that DBW has been something, Brian and his department has been something our our Department of Public Works, which is all of our snow blouse and equipment, takes care of so many things and you know, I get up and I'm the one saying like it's because of our DPW getting out there mm-hmm. and making our roads safe and especially in this last week they were working on Christmas Day. Yeah.
0: And first thing in the morning. First
1: thing in the morning. And I could hear them out there and even knowing I wasn't gonna be going anywhere, but there were people who did go somewhere and there were accidents and so before our emergency vehicles can respond to those to those things, our DPW is making our roads safe. So I have a book here, and I'm actually thinking about reading this book at town meeting because I can get up as a citizen and I can use my public comments in any way I want to. So I sure. might read this book. So I checked this out from our library here in Wilton, Katie and the Big Snow by Virginia Lee Burton. It perfectly states what are. DPW does for our town. I read this when I was in Louisville to my grandson, and I've read it to my grandsons who are in White River Junction, Vermont, and it's about how our snowplow, and I think we should go name our snowplow, our big piece of machinery, Katie, mm-hmm. and um, it's about how she keeps our towns, and in here there's a hospital, there's a police, there's a fire, all of those things feed into this, so... If you need a book to read to get inspired for town meeting and for the budget that is coming forward with our DPW, I suggest Katie and the big snow.
0: And I'm glad you bring that up because, you know, while we're trying to recap 2021 at yesterday's select board meeting, they did actually have a meaningful discussion about really starting to put the plans together to build a new DPW department uh garage. And um it's going to cost a lot of money. Like there's no way around it. I know that uh Brookline just did a new DPW garage oh. and it was in the millions. You know, the last time we had a major infrastructure improvement in this town it did cost over a million dollars. That was the fire department. The the board talked about putting together a committee that would work oh, on
1: I should be on that. Yeah,
0: you bring your book. <laughs> um but they talked about putting together a committee of of, you know, 7 uh, people and also two alternates that would work on where the department should go, yeah. where the new garage should go, what sizes it should be, um, what are the uses of it over the next 50 years. I mean, you have to look out that far when you talk about making a 50 year or a, a million dollar, multi million dollar investment.
1: Well, and we have, um, we're going to be hiring a new director for that.
0: Correct, yeah. We're, they are accepting applications, and from what I hear, they've already gotten a bunch. So we will have a new uh, DPW director. Thank you very much to all of our past DPW yes. directors but particularly Brian Adams yeah. who will be stepping away. Yeah. You know, thank you to all those folks and um the new person has, you know, big shoes to fill. They might lack the institutional knowledge that our previous DPW directors have had. This town has had the luxury over centuries now of having people who are local with institutional knowledge and how the town runs. And that's been a position that's widely held by a DPW director,
1: Charlie McGettigan. I did, I did an interview with him and he was our DPW director when one Oh one was being put through, you Hmm. know? And so imagine that. And, and then he, and then he went on to the select board. So he had to resign from that position, but Mm -hmm. just, he's historical
0: (laughs) and then you know outside of that we always do our best to try to educate you our listeners on you know what is happening in town so you can watch select board meetings in the live stream all the town meetings are posted up on the website and they're open to the public either via zoom or in person so the budget committee the planning board the zoning board economic development heritage they're all open to the public and and water and sewer as well they're all open and they, they seek your input. So, um, it takes a village to build a town, you know, and look,
1: look at their, look at their agenda, which is historicalized, read their minutes. Mm-hmm. So, so we're in, uh, in a era now where we voice, we voice things on Facebook, on those, yeah. those pages on Facebook. And I just want to tell people, go to a meeting, go and ask that person. Don't, Don't do that, you know. Just Mm -hmm. go and ask that person, and all of them have public comments. If they don't, then you stand up and you say, hey, (laughs) I have a question. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, there's somebody out there. Yeah. Then if you think they're not doing a good job, run for office.
0: You know, put your money where your mouth is effectively, you know, and say if you think you can do it better, then do it. That's how I ended up being the treasurer of town is because I felt – I could do it better. In addition to that, they do have open seats. I mean, we're already, you know, about to pass into a new year. Happy new year. With that comes new elections. So just like every year, there's a, there's a seat open on the select board. Um, The treasurer's seat is open every year. It's a one year. year position. So you can come and, and, and run against me. And not only would I welcome the competition, but I'd be happy to show you everything I've done this point because you have a fresh perspective. And if mm-hmm. you think you can do it better or want to do it in a different way, then please come and try. Not to mention budget committee is always looking for members. Planning board has two open seats right now that are just vacant as far as I know, zoning board has been basically the same people for decades now. So they could use a fresh set of eyes. The I spoke to Jane and the filing for public office is open on the 27th of January. And, really? Yep. And it's open for eight days. So so now? January 27th.
1: January 27th. Yep. Okay. So sorry. in a month. Right. Um,
0: but, you know, so so if you think that's something you want, you have enough time to learn the ropes, see who's involved, and then put your name in the hat. Uh, And you can be on a ballot and, you know, you can campaign and you can come to candidates night and all these things. So I think that, you know, it's one of those, I personally feel the more people that are involved, the better. Um, I've been going to these meetings for years now, and uh, it's always the same 20 to 30 people. Yeah. It's very rarely somebody new, and when it is somebody new, it's because they're there for one specific topic, and then they leave right when it's over. You
1: know, and it's like that. It's like that at school board meetings, too. Sure. In fact, um, which I like to go to those, too. It's just um, they're Tuesday nights, and that's when a lot of other meetings Mm -hmm. are. I feel very comfortable there, too, and it's huge. I mean, they have lots of people. Mm -hmm. Um, It's in a big room, and, and... Technology has gotten better and better and better in in twenty twenty to through to twenty twenty one. It's easier to watch a Zoom meeting, particularly at the school board. I I just want to give a shout out to it's not just the town, but it's to um, the school board too. Sure. Because there, there's gonna be open seats up there and, and the school budget committee. And it it's important we have we're f- very fortunate to have a small school system where a few citizens can have a big impact, mm-hmm. and um, I've enjoyed getting to work with our teachers and students and our administration, which, which leads me into, uh, I think we need to talk about a favorite moment that I had this last year. Okay. Can you think of a favorite moment?
0: Favorite moment... I don't know if I could really highlight a specific moment. I would say for me, uh, it was having Peter Weaver come to my restaurant. It was just a great day, and we were very busy, and I was just blown away at the difference that he made as somebody who's never even probably eaten at my restaurant before. The difference he made in that day was just impressive. So
1: and your employees, that, pro, yeah, your, their your employees that day.
0: That. Yeah, my employees just accepted him with open arms. Yeah. You know, they were like they were like Gumby, just ma- malleable and you know, just do whatever <laughs> we need. Uh, so that was one of my favorite moments was was doing that and just like the buzz that it brought. You know, it brought in a lot of people. It brought in state reps. It brought yeah. in school board members. Yeah. It brought in the community, um, people who may not come to my restaurant. Typically, uh, Jesse Salisbury came, um, you know, just a lot of people that, you know, it brought there and it just felt right. It felt like a community moment and it felt, and like, it felt like why yeah. we were there, you yeah, know? For so sure. that was mine. What was yours?
1: Speaking of my involvement with, um, our, our school system. So Frez, when I got on the heritage commission, Five years ago, it has been now. Stan Young um, asked me to be on our Heritage Commission, and and you know I'm like, Stan, you know I don't know nothing about New England. <laughs> He's like, and I said, my, I'm fluid in um, fundraising and events, and he said, I think that's what we need. So I started um, remembering my Iowa past. Our fourth graders. Would do local history, and we would go learn about things in our town. So I started working. Sandy Reed was the fourth grade teacher at that time, and and she's always had someone else, but she's been um, my my go-to. And I s- started this local history tour with Wilton and Lymeboro. We get together with their historical societies and our heritage commissions and we put together a local tour and and we did it for three years and it kind of flowed and we changed it a little bit that worked that didn't work and had local history tellers on usually around our heritage signs you see our heritage signs around town Mm -hmm. and Limeboro has those also so we couldn't do that in 2020 we Mm -hmm. thought uh, this has got to be done. So we put together a movie Yes. with Kirill, who is a graduate from High Mowing School, photographer, video photographer, putting together films. Now he's at New York University doing that same thing and put together a movie. So it was in October that we had the world premiere of that in our sweet little historical...
0: Town Hall Theater. Theater, Mm -hmm. and
1: Dennis, and being there and being open to all of that. So we premiered it, and then a, a following week, two weeks later, we actually brought the fourth and fifth grade classes down to sit in that theater and watch the film. And it was magical. And as a result of that, we actually... Another new scholarship in town, I have started the Stan Young... Heritage Commission scholarship, which will be it's for, a big honor, big honor, which which will be for either a homeschool student, um, a high mowing student, or a Wilton lineboro Cooperative student who is going into either education, um, a, a history major, or a film major. Some in in that respect. So we we have almost four thousand dollars.
0: That's a great moment. Just a a special note here, a sub note that you know Dick Putnam getting Man of the Century. Oh too. yeah, that was pretty amazing. You can't remember 2021 in Wilton without remembering that he got Man of the Century. <laughs>
1: I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad. well. He's my cousin. You know that.
0: Yeah, I, you did <laughs> learn that. <laughs> you know. Then you have a couple other things that you wanted to ask.
1: Favorite person?
0: I I would probably say that Elon Musk might be one of my more prominent favorite people really just because he thinks so differently. Um, I just, when you listen to him talk, I've listened to a lot of his spoken word. I've read a couple of his books. He doesn't write them, but people write them about him. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that always stands out is that he just is on a different level. Like he thinks differently than everybody around him. And you can see that. So, um, he is currently one of my favorite people, not only for, you know, what he is doing to, you know, save the environment and and progress humanity, but also just for being different, you know, just for being a different thinker. And I mean, clearly, you know, you you hear all the time about companies like Amazon and Walmart that don't treat their employees well and don't pay them well, but you never hear that about, you know, Tesla or SpaceX Mm -hmm. or any of those people. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because he thinks differently. So he would probably be my other favorite person. Well,
1: I would say for those of, You that know DJ Garcia and and his employees how they love him, just saying that's (laughs) I'm I'm just saying you know, that that so but you're not my favorite person, even though I consider you a very good friend. All right. My favorite person for twenty twenty one is Sarah Spittle.
0: Oh Sarah Sarah
1: Sarah Spittle is hundred percent hundred percent, hundred percent. And and you know, I got to know her um Through a friend who worked with the clerk's office during elections and stuff. And then that Tracy, my friend who died in town and who I kind of feel like I channel, not in a weird way, channel sometimes. (laughs) But that's how I got to know Sarah. Sarah was on the Appalachian Trail when... Tracy died and then we just got close and then COVID hit and then Sarah and I and a bunch of other people did the Wilton cares that was big big shout out to Sarah for that and we a bunch of us got really close for that mm-hmm. Don Tuamala we got to use her business office for that and it was we had a great we had a great experience with that but this last year her passion has been cleanup around town. She's organized besides Sandy Lafleur's getting the trash pickup. Sarah expanded on that and started inviting people to take certain routes in town. And just, I mean, there was so much trash and Dave Bossinalt came by and picked that up and took it up to the recycling center. Shout out to Sarah.
0: I challenge anybody. You can email me directly or call me directly find me somebody who does not like Sarah Spittle because she is top notch. She's a great, she's a great asset to this area. She's a great person. She does amazing things like hike the entire Appalachian trail. Uh, Crazy. So I think that's a great choice. Yeah, definitely. Outside of that, we want you guys to keep listening. Uh, We want you to be involved in town. We want you to find us and ask questions ask your select board, ask the town office staff, ask all the questions that you want, get involved, be involved, keep listening to after the checks are signed. I hope that next year we can bring on even more guests. We can in- increase our episode rate to one a month. Uh, hopefully we can get through all of our technical issues yeah. and not have those anymore. Cause that would be embarrassing with a guest here. Uh, We're really grateful for all of our listeners, for all the feedback from people There's some some great people who have contacted us directly and given their kudos and their appreciations for what we do, which we just do it because it's fun, because we like to hang out with each other and... And you know, we really don't expect anything out of this other than having a place for us to talk about the things that we want to talk about. And the fact that we've grown such a listenership is impressive. And I know that you have listeners in Iowa and all around the country. Uh, most of my listeners are, are here, and even my family sometimes, I'm like, "Oh, have you listened to my podcast?" Oh, I didn't even know you were doing that. <laughs> I don't know how obvious to make it. <laughs> um, um, with all that being said, Happy New Year to you, Deb, uh, and Happy New Year to all of our listeners. And we look forward to another great year.
1: DJ, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for taking some of my crazy ideas and (laughs) running with it.
0: Yeah, no, it's been been awesome, fun, and I definitely look forward to keep doing it. All right. All right. Happy New Year, everybody. We'll see you next year. All
1: right. Bye-bye.